Now, when we read this first reading, this covenant made with Noah, we're tempted to think of it like a children's story. Because it is. We tell it to children. We like to have the little storybook and all the animals going up the ark and the rainbow above it, which is not in proper order, right? Because the rainbow wouldn't be above the ark. The ark would already be done after. Anyway, we like to think of it for children. It is not a children's story. God wiped away the entire population of the earth because it was so corrupt. It was so bad that God repented of his creation. It got to the point that he wished he hadn't even done it because it was so messed up. And he said, we're just going to start over. We're just going to wipe them away. And this was necessary because God is a God of justice. Justice is ensuring that people get what they deserve, both the good and the evil. Those who merit goodness get goodness. Those who merit evil get evil. That's justice. That's the definition of justice. And so in justice, God had to wipe away all of those who had sinned. But in justice, he also could not wipe away a just man, Noah, who was living in accord with God, the last one in the entire world who was living in accord with God. Now, this is uh, from the part of Genesis that is still written according to mythological categories which means the truth aspect of this part of the Bible is not in its literal happening, but in the information intended by the author about God. So you don't actually have to believe that the entire earth was covered in water and that all of the animals died. But the point of the story, the reason it's inspired, the reason God gives us the story is so we can better understand him. And what we're supposed to understand about God is that he is a God of justice. So what's the covenant about? Well, the covenant is saying that even though God is a God of justice, and even though all those who sin and are corrupt, which, if we're honest with ourselves, is all of us, even though we deserve punishment for that corruption, and we deserve punishment for that sin, the covenant with Noah was God saying, I'm going to work with you. Even if you are corrupt, even if you are unjust, even if you are sinful, I will work with you. Even though I'm a God of justice, even though I cannot coexist with sin, I will work with you. If humanity falls into sin and corruption again, I will work with you. If humanity seems irredeemable, I will work with you. That's what the covenant says. When God says he's never going to wipe away humanity again with the flood, he is not saying that he accepts sin or corruption. He is not saying that he's never going to try to bring about holiness in our race again. But he is saying that just because we are sinners does not mean that we are going to receive destruction. He desires to save us. He desires to work with us. And the salvation that he worked through Noah is the salvation now that he wishes to work with each individual. We see this in our second reading, the letter from St. Peter. St. Peter says that the flood of Noah is a prefiguration of baptism. 
So when God says, I'm not going to wipe away the human race again, he can't change his nature away from being a God of justice. He can't decide that he's no longer going to be holy. He still desires holiness, and he still requires holiness in us. So he institutes, ultimately, baptism. Through baptism, all of us experience the flood. God still wipes away the sin of humanity with the flood. But in this case, it is not our ultimate destruction. It is the destruction of that part of us which is sinful and corrupt. That part of us with which God cannot coexist. So that he can live with us and dwell with us and continue to work with us, he gives us a way through the flood of Noah so that now we can be with him. That in his justice, he no longer has to wipe us away. In his holiness, he no longer has to be apart from us. God works the same way now as he did in the time of Noah, in the story of Noah. He still says corruption has to be gone, humanity has to be cleansed. But now it's cleansed such that even sinners have a chance at redemption. Even the corrupt can live with the Lord. He will work with us. No matter what you bring to the Lord, he will work with you. In your baptism, you were washed clean of sin and corruption. And even past your baptism, you have the opportunity to receive the floodwaters of mercy in the confession. You are never permanently apart from God, and he will never again bring about your permanent destruction. He will work with you in your sin. The greatest sign of this, of course, isn't just the covenant with Noah. It's not the rainbow in the sky. It's the fact that God himself decided to become a human being. God not only decided to work with sinful humanity, not only decided to find another way to save sinful humanity, he decided to unite himself with sinful humanity. And again, God cannot change his nature. He cannot change the fact that he is a God of justice, nor can he change the fact that he is holy and cannot coexist with sin. Jesus is just. Jesus is holy. But Jesus also is human. God found a way to work with our race by becoming himself a human being by becoming like us in everything except sin. And this is why Jesus has to be tempted in the desert. Because we, humanity, we experience temptation. He wanted to be united with us in every aspect of our humanity. Jesus chose to experience the corruption of this world, even though he is just and even though he is holy. Because that is the depth of his desire to work with us. My friends, the message of our readings today, the message of the covenant with Noah, the message of the prefigurement of baptism, the message of the temptation of Christ, is that none of you are too far gone. God does not desire your destruction. No matter what you may have done, no matter where you may be, no matter how far away from God you think you are, no matter how much you feel like you deserve the destroying flood, He will not do it. 
He's promised us that. He made a covenant with our race. He will not destroy you. You have a chance once again to be redeemed. That's why Jesus came to earth. That's why he gave us baptism. That's why he gave us confession. You can experience the flood of Noah as salvation. Because that's the will of God. To work with you wherever you are at.